to Being Jim Davis, the podcast about Garfield and how we read it. My name is Jonathan Douglas, and I am Jim Davis. And my name is Christopher Winter, and I am also Jim Davis. And it is Sunday. Big Sunday, day. Sunday, June 25th, 1978. Chris, what are we going to be doing today? John, can you believe it? We will be reading our first ever Garfield's Sunday Strip. First ever Sunday Strip. First of strip. many. First of many. This it's is, a big day. This is a momentous occasion. It's a big, big day. Uh, I kind of wish we had a better Sunday Strip to open on, but <laughs> you know what? My opinions of Garfield Strips have changed wildly over the course of episodes in the past. Maybe that will happen today. Maybe so. We can only hope. We can only hope. All right, uh, I'll, read a, I'll read a brief synopsis of this strip. Please do. In our first ever Sunday comic, Garfield himself guides the reader through an expose of life in the Arbuckle household, while also giving us a dissertation on the attractiveness of cats. I think that's a, I think that's a fair that's a fair description. Um, you kind of got the two different angles abstract. there. Yeah. Um, if I could, could I go just um, panel by panel here really quickly? In case, yeah, in I case, think we should do that with the Sundays, maybe. In case listeners, because there's so there's so along. much action. There's, it's like it's like reading Ben Hur, man. I mean, like you gotta like. It's a real Doctor Zhivago. A brother's Karamazov of a Sunday strip of, of Garfield. A brother's Katsamatsov. Um, is this seven, there are seven panels on this strip, four on the top, three on the bottom. Uh, first panel, Garfield is lying down on what we can only assume is his bed, even first though it, appearance. it appears to be a concrete cinder block, frankly. Oh, he's, he's not How is it? that a it's bed? A box? How is that a bed? Huh. Yeah, you're right. It, it, he's kind of... Uh... Just on top of it. Yeah, I mean, based on based on everything, the context of the strip that has to be his bed. It does not look comfortable at the very later least. on. Later on, I, th I think the bed is maybe depicted a little differently because when I saw this, I just I was mm -hmm. like, oh yeah, that's Garfield's bed. Yep, he's in yeah, his that's bed. his bed. That's what I, um, I assumed that as well. Later on, it, it's going to be drawn a little bit differently. It's it's mm -hmm. it, Garfield will very clearly be, part of his body will be not visible because it yeah. would be inside the bed. Yeah. But in this one, it yeah, it, it looks like it has a a, a closed surface on top. And it looks top it. both hard and straight edged, as if it would were very uncomfortable. Um, well cats like hard surfaces. Yeah, I mean I like a firm bed myself, to yeah. be honest. But this I mean it really I'm not joking. It looks to me like a concrete cinder block. Yeah, I think it's I think it's probably a cinder. Well, I think probably it's just a crappy drawing of a bed. Um, but yeah, it definitely looks like a concrete slab. Okay. And so uh. so anyway, in the first four uh, first four panels, Garfield gets up off his bed, walks across the room, and starts climbing up something that we we can't really see what it is. And as he does that, he's thinking, cats. We cats are intelligent, soft, cute, furry, cuddly, playful. Uh, in the fifth panel, we see he was climbing up onto John's bed, and he's sort of sitting up there, 
almost on top of John, looking down on John, who's sleeping on his bed. It's worth noting that in this panel, Garfield's head and John's head look like they're both basically the same size. <laughs> Garfield looks, if anything, slightly larger than John. Uh, he continues by thinking demure, right? Cats are demure. Yeah. Uh, yep. In panel six. Panel six. So exciting. Do you want to? Do you want to take over here? I think. Up. I think. Sure, sure. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll lead us through the you, climax. You seem excited about this. Yeah, it's definitely, I was going to say that's the climax of the, yeah, of panel, the strip. Panel six is, is definitely the most uh, the most violent panel in <laughs> this episode. Um, in this panel, uh, Garfield has seized John by the neck mm-hmm. and is throttling him awake mm-hmm. um, in a, a very humorous, cartoonish manner. Garfield's... Like the his whole body is up in the air. Right. He's got motion lines coming off of his butt motion and his lines tail. Everywhere. Yeah, motion lines everywhere. It's motion lines off of the blanket, off of John's feet, off of his head, and boy, his head. Can <laughs> we talk about this? This this is Garfield that I remember. This this technique. Mm-hmm. So Jim Davis is is depicting the fact that John's head is is being shooken uh, back and forth. And the way he's chosen to draw this is is sort of like a blurring effect, where he's he's got just this row of eyes, um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and uh, a row of noses, seven, as well. seven, seven eyes, and uh, five noses, um, and but the the rest of the head is you know it's like more or less one like there's one outline, um, it's got a, motion lines around it of course, but and then the the hair is just one solid solid mat of hair but it's it, just it that is, nose and the eyes that have been sort of uh uh interpolated across the space uh, it's the a very space. vivid effect I mean, it's very yeah it's very comical it's and very uh, i think it, it's what i think of as is like classic garfield and john you've you've painted an amazing word picture i feel as if i'm looking at that panel right now uh which i am literally doing um so I'm not sure if it's your words or the panel actually that caused that. Uh, eh, but yeah, it's a very it's a it's could a, go both ways. As you say, it's a very violent panel. It's the most violent panel of this particular strip, and also I would say of all of Garfield up to this point. Yeah, I think um, I would have to agree with that. You closest know, competitor seen... was Garfield attacking a cat burger, something mm-hmm. that is not sentient. That was yesterday. Yeah, I think that's yeah. the so, the closest so, we've come. Really, the the trend line of Garfield is has been getting more violent over the mm, week. You know, too true. Uh, maybe maybe it's not enough data, not enough data points to establish a trend line. No, no, I think but, I think you're I think you're safe in that, and uh, I think you're that's a fair description. I haven't mm-hmm. been reading Garfield recently, but I think we can only assume that based on that trend, uh, it's become a an ultra violent hardcore comic strip. Um, you know, in which Garfield possibly seeks vigilante justice against um inner city gang members yeah i mean that that would be sort of that would fit in with the you know the zeitgeist today. the only way to find out is to continue doing this podcast for like 30 years or something until we get up to the present day all right why don't we uh not keep the listener in suspense years. anymore and we'll 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 describe uh panel seven right please do panel seven um uh, the scene is has shifted to a different location. Mm-hmm. Um, could be the same room based on the background, mm-hmm. um, but then again, that would imply that Garfield's food bowl is is kept in John's bedroom, which you know it's possible. Weird. But, yeah, it's it's possible. You know, um, and uh, 
John is down on his knees in his pajamas. Mm, supine. And he's pouring. He's pouring. Supine. Yeah. Thank you. He's pouring out. Uh, John is supine to Garfield's feline. And John is pouring out cat food from a can, wet cat food, into right. a bowl labeled Garfield. And Garfield is sitting contentedly and he's thinking, um, and this is the continuation of what cats are, and masters of the house. Mm. Um, and and this uh, is sort of uh, reasserting, this strip is reasserting Garfield's dominance over John in a pretty obvious way. Very, very true. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. There's a few things that um, we could we could tease out here. Okay. Um, one that comes to mind pretty quickly is um, why is Garfield all of a sudden, you know, eating pet food from a pet bowl on the floor when we've already established that he eats at a table with John, like off of a, like a regular plate? Mm. I have a couple of thoughts on this. I think I'd I mean, love it to seems hear them. like it seems like a continuity error. Right. Um, but then again, I, I got to thinking, so this is a Sunday strip, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the Sunday strips, I assume, take longer to make since they're longer. Mm-hmm. So they're often maybe, in maybe, maybe this strip, yeah, this one, this may be the first one that actually would have been originally in color. Um, maybe, maybe this one was written before that other, those other strips. Right, so it's John, just a production issue. Um, I, I'm wildly speculating here, which is what listeners tune. It's what in this for, podcast is uh, about, rather than well-informed content. I seem to recall uh, Bill Watterson in describing the process of writing Calvin and Hobbes, stating that in general, the Sunday strips are produced much earlier than the daily strips that they air. Uh, um, that they're published with because they take longer because they have to be colorized and so that when he wanted to do extended adventures uh, Calvin and Hobbes adventures that you know went sequentially Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, like that he had to do everything Mm. way, way in advance Um, so I think you may well be right in that that uh, this would have been produced earlier though I don't know how that squares with uh, a new comic strip right? Because yeah. I, I'm not sure how that works. Uh, well, but this could be the uh, first comic strip on the internet. It's very so. possible. Yeah. Um, any any other thing? Anything in particular you wanted to raise? Uh, well, one? as you say, it's it's fascinating that Garfield's being fed on the floor. I like that his food bowl has his name written on it. it says Garfield yeah, I do like right that. there. That's, I do that's like that. an interesting touch. You know, one thing I really reinforcing do, the brand too. Yeah. Oh, you know, if you're reading the strip, you know, if you're reading the strip and and you've gotten all the way to the bottom and you've forgotten what it's called, Uh there it is right there. Okay. Two, you know, know, one thing on that, that's, that's a very interesting point. And let me double down on that. This is the first Sunday strip. A lot of people don't read the Mm. funny pages Monday through Saturday. They only read the Sunday funnies, right? So for a lot of, for a lot of people, this would have been their introduction to Garfield. And I think as, I think let's give Jim Davis some credit. He probably knew that. As an introduction to Garfield, this actually works pretty well. Um, I'd say by the time we got to Thursday or Friday, he was assuming that we had seen Monday through Wednesday, and he was kind of taking, um, taking our knowledge of the character for granted. 
Mm-hmm. This strip, yeah. it's like he's introducing Garfield and John to us for the first time. It's almost like how in the book of Genesis there are two creation stories. <laughs> it's like a second cre- Garfield creation story. This, it's like you're meeting Garfield again. Man. Wheels within wheels, man. It's, this yeah, is crazy. Um, I'm, and, and I've talked down Jim Davis a lot. I've, I've referred to him as lazy and cynical, but let's give him some credit. I think that's a, this is a very wily move. Um, yeah. It's like another introduction. It's, it's really interesting in that regard. It, no, on that point, I, and uh, mm-hmm. first of all, I fully agree with you. I think this is this. I think that's the intent here. This is absolutely a wonderful reintroduction to the character of Garfield. Uh, I do wonder, perhaps, that maybe the character of John Arbuckle is gi- given a little, sh- a little bit, a little short shrift yeah. in this because he doesn't have any lines. Hey, you know what? The the strip isn't called John. Am I right? Yeah, the strip is called true. Garfield. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we think it is. <laughs> but, oh, you, no, you're right. We're, you're right. It says Garfield there in the last panel. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I, I guess the fact that John doesn't have any lines and is just totally subservient to Garfield is, I, I guess that's enough character for him. Yeah. I mean, if you look at it, look at his face in the, the final panel. Yeah. And how oh, disheveled he's so he is. And, um, I really like his bed hair. Yeah, his bed hair. And check yeah. out those pajamas, right? Classic. Nice pajamas. Vertical striped pajamas. Yep. Um, one, other, one other point I wanted to make about this strip, uh, and this is, I've, I've, criti- I've been happy to criticize Garfield and Jim Davis when I felt it was warranted. One thing, positive thing mm-hmm. I want to say about this particular strip, I think the <laughs> rhythm of this strip is great. I think the way it shifts mm. from text heavy to action heavy back to mm-hmm. text heavy is great. <clears throat> um, we start with, you know, Garfield's just sort of walking along, talking directly to us, and it seems very text heavy, and the action is developing slowly, and then bam, panel six, <laughs> no text, all action, then to panel, panel seven, uh, uh, back to text, and, and it's kind of this great combination of text and action together. Um, I think I think the the rhythm of the strip I think develops really well. Yeah, it's almost it's almost like uh, reading poetry. You know, I mean, it's just like it's like because you yeah. start with that in the first panel, you start out nice and easy. You just have mm-hmm. one word. It's like a second symphony. panel. Second panel, your most wordy panel by far. Yeah. yeah, you know, and that's because you know you're in. You know, this is. Like we're gonna give you the most difficult part. Like this, 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 this is your vegetables. You know, you're right. gonna get your dessert later, but but you got to eat your vegetables first. You know, and then and then mm-hmm. once you get over that second panel, it's like you're in, and and it's just off. And you, and as you said, you know, you, you you're building slowly, building, building, and then you get to the you know, the, the sudden action in panel six, and it's okay. just really effective. Let Let me ask you this, Go because uh, John, listeners may not know. Um, you have both studied and taught music theory for many years. Uh, um, I studied many music theory, ago. but know it less well than you. Would you say that this strip follows the Sonata Allegro form? Um, no. I'm seeing the introduction of a theme, the development of a theme, introduction of like a, it's a new theme, development, and final. I, it looks like Sonata Allegro to me. Or am I? I I'm. I am not seeing a second theme. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. 
Uh, but and, I mean, but and, we do and, we and, do agree that panel six is a development. <laughs> I, I, uh, yeah, uh, maybe it's not. Yeah, maybe. I guess maybe I'd agree with that. Um, uh, maybe theme. The first theme is cats. So if we're looking, if we're looking at panel is... seven as a, as as the recapitulation, then we uh, should expect to see a second theme uh, reappear in mm. in the original key. In the same yeah, you know it's theme. not Sonata Allegro form. I don't know what I was thinking. I'm not. I'm just not sure what the second theme is. It's. I don't mean to poo-poo the idea. I think it's. I think it's interesting. Maybe, I'm thinking maybe. maybe I think the first theme is cats, and the second theme is all the different thing descriptions of cats. Yeah. If you wanna, yeah, if you wanna argue, if you wanna argue that it's. Uh, I mean, it's not a rondo. That it's a. If you want to argue that it's a rounded binary form, I think I could get behind that. But to say Maybe specifically, I mean. to spe specifically cite Sonata Allegro, I don't think it really works. Okay, you you know what? I, I defer to your wisdom on that. I think you're probably right. <laughs> One thing I'd like to touch on, mm -hmm. if I may, with this episode is um, please do. Now we've talked about this in the past, but there's the issue of Garfield's um, anthropomorphism. You know, right. this is an issue. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure we'll come back to it. Uh, mm -hmm. Is Garfield a person or is Garfield a cat? It's I mean, he's a cat. He has a tail. He has a, well, he has a tail. Well, if you look at you those panels, see, he's definitely. I don't has see a, a tail. I don't see one in panel five. He might not have one in panel five. Well, I mean, he's, and okay, okay. If you look in panel five when he's saying demure and he's looking at John, mm -hmm. um, which is a little bit creepy now that I think about it, but. Garfield is. <laughs> he looks like a stalker. Yeah, he does. He does. He's hanging out. Yeah. He's he he's he's resting his arm on John's body he is. in the manner we we I think we discussed in a previous episode with Garfield hanging out like leaning on a table, you know, like as though you were Imagine. sitting in a bar, but the bar is John's yeah. body. It's weird. Yeah, yeah. Imagine imagine you're John and you wake up right then. Man, yeah, that would be, 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 be a weird almost, feeling. It'd be like, oh my god, almost why, why worse than being throttled. Me? Yeah, it would be really creepy. Like, how long have you been there staring at me? Yeah, I think I think Garfield. Well, and this is what I want to talk about. So, uh -huh, go on. If so, Garfield exhibits many feline characteristics. We see his claws for mm -hmm. the first time in panel four. Right. We didn't. We right. forgot to mention that. Um, I think it's interesting, although not particularly useful. Um, uh huh. Sometimes Garfield is a person, sometimes he's a cat. Like, what are we making of this? If he's a person, mm -hmm. then he's like a total narcissist. Right. Sometimes that's charming. Sometimes it's really disturbing. If we think of him as a person, it's, it's it kind of makes you a little uncomfortable if you think about it enough. If you if you take it serious, if you take the strip seriously, that Garfield is this real person that exists in this particular way and has these thoughts that are eloquent and you know well composed he's he's obviously intelligent if he's actually like if if we're meant to believe all that then he's got to be some kind of psychopath mm, i mean on the other hand okay go on on the other hand maybe he's just a cat with a regular cat's brain and we're not supposed to take these thoughts that are presented to us as literal Maybe they're just intended as metaphor. Maybe we'll never know. I mean, like there's, there's a lot of different ways that you could go with it. 
Uh, there are a lot of ways to skin a cat, as they say. Yeah. Yeah. Which seems, I mean, that seems literally false when I think about it. It seems like the only way to skin a cat would be to take the skin off the cat. But yeah, um, maybe, well, you could use different tools, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I guess you just choose. You could start in a different right place. For you. I, so you could start from the head or start from the. I would say I'm, I'm less bothered by the question of is Garfield a person or is he a cat? I mean, I think, I think you're looking at a comic strip. We have a long convention within comic strips of sort of anthropomorphized talking animals, and I, I don't have any issues with that. You know, sometimes he's more cat-like, sometimes he's more person-like. Um, the fact that he thinks in English and almost sometimes seems like he's in conversation with John, but he's never speaking, that I find interesting. Uh, but I mean, this—it's—it's it's a comic strip, you know. Like I, I think you could say the same thing about about Snoopy, about Heathcliff, about—I I don't see hmm. anything uh, unusual there. But maybe I'm missing hmm. out on something. Maybe as we move forward, I'll—I'll I'll come around to your way of thinking there. Maybe I'm imposing too much of a modern day sensibility upon the strip. I mean, it you know, it's hard to like... put yourself in the mindset of, of you know, 1978. <laughs> that it is. Um, <laughs> Harder for me than for you, I guess. I mean, I got nothing. I got nothing there. I think. I think. We're, yeah. I, you got I anything a, left I to say a, about this one? I had a I had a joke about you know the '78, but I did that already in our episode zero, so I won't do it again. Here. <laughs> Um, oh, um, listeners will just have to what, buy the subscriptions to hear episode zero, or we already published it. One more thing, really quickly: mm -hmm. the background uh, mm. changes again. Now, it's very clear if you if you pay attention to the full story of the strip that that uh, the bed appears to be in the same room as as John's bed. It, it seems uh, well. I don't know if that's necessarily the case, but okay. Mm, I mean, it could it could be switching rooms, but the 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 wall is green in panel one. In yeah. panel two, it's yellow, even though it's True. Garfield is in the same place, mm -hmm. unless that's a different concrete slab. In panel three, <laughs> background disappears entirely, as does right. like some of the floor. There's just a basically a spotlight on Garfield. I think mm -hmm. I, panel three, I'm willing to chalk up to like an artistic, uh, just kind of variety you know panel um, three panel looks three. great if i may say so panel I like three the, and four i like the way garfield is, is walking in panel three sorry go on in panel four garfield is beginning to climb up the bed we have a yellow background still and then mm -hmm. in panel four mm -hmm. all of a sudden we have a green background background on top of the bed but the bed the backboard of the bed or baseboard of the bed is yellow the same yellow mm -hmm. as the wall was in the last panel. I don't really have anything to say about this. I just, I just thought we'd, you know, note that the backgrounds are doing weird stuff again. No, no, I, th I think it's worth noting, particularly because this is our first Sunday strip, and so it's very possible that these are the original colors, right? I mean, this strip yeah. would have been in color, presumably, and so it, uh, this could be the original. Uh, these could be the original colors that uh, Jim Davis chose for the strip or that someone yeah. chose for the strip. 
And I wouldn't read too much into it other than just, you know, Jim Davis uh, saying like, hey, I can be capricious and inconsistent and lazy and, and get used to it. Like I, And you can't do anything yeah, about it. That's going to happen. Sometimes the floor will disappear. Sometimes furniture will move in and out of the shot. There will be weird shadows from time to time. Um, deal with it. Yeah. I mean, after all, that's what being Jim Davis, Jim Davis is Davis. all about. That's what he's saying. He's saying, I am Jim Davis. Yeah. Uh, and Boy, you know, soon we will all be Jim Davis. We've already had a lot of ups and downs over this first week, but yeah. I think this strip does a good job reintroducing of... the characters, as you said. I think it brings us back mm-hmm. around to the to where we started. We've got this nice, gently satirical, um, you know, kind of humorous, but mm-hmm. not 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 really. And and if I may say, uh, what a week it's been for yeah, the what Jim a week. Davis podcast. A lot of Ooh. ups and downs there. Uh, yeah. pe- a lot of people getting in touch with us to ask how they can email the podcast. Uh, you can reach us at chris at beingjimdavis.com or john at beingjimdavis.com. And, and you can uh, find our website at beingjimdavis.com. That's true. You can um, download the show on iTunes or presumably Stitcher, Antennapod, whatever the kids are using to download podcasts these days. Um, I yeah, assume downcast, that by now overcast, we're on iTunes. Instacast, Facecast, mm-hmm. Killcast. Um, be sure to I mean, share the whatever. podcast on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, whatever. Um, and follow us on Twitter. Um, I'm not going to tell you what our Twitter handle is. You'll have to figure that out for yourselves. If you think of a good one, let us know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and thanks, we'll catch thanks, you tomorrow. Thanks for supporting the show. Yeah, we'll be back next week for week two. I mean, next week meaning tomorrow. No, tomorrow, Monday. tomorrow. Which, oh, hate Mondays. Ugh. Oh, man, is it Monday again? Ugh. Oh, we'll be back for man. week two. We might have to take the day off. Bye. Alright. Well, that's been a sound really good with the outro music.